Welcome to Basics in Basketball, where we help a beginning player or coach by talking about the fundamentals of basketball bi-weekly on this podcast. Our goal is to help those new to basketball build a strong foundation to advance their skill and knowledge. Please be sure to subscribe, rate, and comment on any podcast app. Thank you. Hi, I'm Coach Sadler. Welcome to Basics in Basketball, where athletes get smarter. I have been a coach for more than 20 years. I have a Master's of Science degree in psychology with a specialization in sports psychology. I am an assistant coach at a university, a USA Basketball Gold licensed coach, as well as a varsity youth basketball coach in the summer. I'm excited to do this podcast because I want to help athletes new to basketball gain skills and knowledge that can impact their ability to contribute to a team in the future. Coaches who are new to the sport can also use the information provided in this podcast to help grow their skills and knowledge. My goal is to share information that is easy to understand, that is relatable and achievable. So let's get started. Hey everybody, welcome to Basics in Basketball, where athletes get smarter. Uh, Happy to have you along for this week's episode. I've been away on vacation, getting recharged, um, having fun, which you all know is important. Uh, I'm excited to be back with you today. You know, it's no secret, many basketball players in the United States know that July was an important month for players at all levels, but in particular for high school juniors and seniors trying to get the attention of college coaches, uh, hoping to receive a scholarship offer to continue their academic and athletic career. Um, It was also a great opportunity for younger players to be seen by college coaches. Um, From my personal experience, I know when recruiting athletes, um, this would happen to me all the time. I would go to see a specific player and someone else would stand out also. So my message to everyone is you never know when you will catch a coach's attention. So give your very best effort every time. Now, in today's episode, we will continue to focus on Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. We're going to discuss the second habit, begin with the end in mind. Just like the first habit, be proactive, I love this habit too. Um, It also had a profound uh, impact and changed my life in a dramatic way. And I believe it can help you too, if you allow it. Now in Cubby's book, this habit is personal and serious. Um, It asks the reader to imagine their life after it's been lived. 
what they want to be remembered for. For our purpose, we want to look at this habit seriously as well, but only in the context of your basketball journey. Now, before we get too deep into our discussion, I need you to get to a private place. This episode is going to require your entire focus, which means tuning out everything other than any emergencies that might arise. If you are driving, I encourage you to listen to the podcast later when you can devote your entire focus or pull over and listen. If you are at home, take care of all of your chores, responsibilities, etc. Share with your family and friends that you need some private time because I need you locked all the way in. Now, you know the drill. Make sure you have your note-taking devices and items ready and let's get to it. To begin with the end in mind means you start with a clear understanding of your destination. It means to know where you're going so that you better understand where you are now so that the steps you take are always in the right direction. And I'm going to repeat this. To begin with the end in mind means you start with a clear understanding of your destination. It means to know where you're going so that you better understand where you are now so that the steps you take are always in the right direction. In our most recent podcast, I asked you to be proactive, to take control, to take the lead in your basketball journey. I asked you to write down these four questions. How is my basketball journey going today? What will it look like tomorrow? What am I going to do to make my basketball journey better? And finally, what in my basketball journey can I control? I trust that you took the time to answer the questions in a way that helps you. But in my humble opinion, the most central to the answers is you. It will always come down to you. Our discussion today will tie into being proactive. Today, you will search for what is deeply important to you. You will lock it in your mind and define your steps to achieve it. We all want to get to our top of our mountain, right? So it is extremely important that we are clear what that mountain is and what we need to do to get there. What you want your mountain and your journey to be starts in your mind, in your imagination. You create an image, a blueprint. Just for a second, think about how many times you practice making the the winning shot as time expires. Or the times you watch your favorite player make an incredible move and you couldn't wait to try it the next time you were in the gym. 
you are creating in your mind what you want the end result to be in those situations. Now, many of us started playing basketball for fun or as a requirement in physical education and gym class. For some, it's a family tradition, a legacy to uphold. And at some point, we got pretty good at it or someone told us we were good and we started to put the time in. We didn't necessarily have a vision of what our future in basketball could look like or if this was something we wanted. We focused on learning the physical skills of the game and having fun. And for me, I first started playing basketball to get the, t- to get the attention of the cutest boy I'd ever seen. Every day he would play at our neighborhood recreation center, so I would go there just to see him. And he was a really good player. I have no idea when it all changed, but at some point I wanted to practice myself. And after spending hours every day on the court over that summer, I got better. My brothers played basketball and they were both really good. And they were my inadvertent coaches. But I had no idea or plan of what basketball could be or what it could do for me or the importance of creating an image or a blueprint of how to use the sport to help me gain a career. Like many athletes today, I focused on shooting and dribbling. But there was no plan of how my training could or would progress or what steps I could take or should take. There was no vision. And as a coach more than 20 years later, I see the same thing in many young athletes I've coached or others have coached and talked to me about. No real plan on how to achieve their goals, no blueprint, no action steps. A parent may have a plan. A coach may have a vision of the athlete's future. But that usually works for a short time. The blueprint has to be yours. Everyone else is the support system to help make it happen. You and you alone must determine what is important to you in your basketball journey and then set the course for how to accomplish it. The best thing about you being in charge is you can change your course if what you desire changes, or if the action steps you are taking need to change. There is a great benefit in knowing a change needs to be made and then making it. For example, not every player should be on a traveling, should be traveling all over the country, or in some cases the world, spending thousands of dollars. I believe some players would benefit more from working with a coach and a trainer one-on-one or in small group training instead of being on a team. Think of a tennis player or a golfer. These are individual sports. Now, yes, there are team elements in specific situations, but for the most part, tennis and golf are individual sports. These athletes spend a lot of time training with a single coach or their staff, and all of the attention is on that athlete getting better. 
The tennis player or golfer is not sharing the coach's attention with a large group. And I believe many players can benefit in a training environment like this. Now the coach or the trainer will need to create game-like conditions, as well as have a system in place that allows the player to compete in a team setting, to work on the team aspects of basketball, such as a controlled pickup game, one-on-one or three-on-three, with the sole focus of evaluating the player's skills, And when ready to compete at a high level, then playing on a travel team makes sense if that is what the player wants. If a player is on a team and not getting playing time because of their skill level or for other reasons, look for alternatives. The crucial point here is be prepared to change course if you find the action steps you are taking today are not leading you to the destination you want. Change the action steps. I recently saw a question on social media asking whether a player that received and accepted a scholarship offer should continue to play on their AAU travel team. Some responders said yes, some said no. Each gave various reasons why. But before I could answer that question, I would need to know what is the goal of the player and the goal of the team? What is the mountaintop? Was the team formed with a specific goal to get players scholarships? Was it formed for making friends, to be a social outlet, just for fun, something to do? Understanding the goals would help inform my response. But in the absence of that information, if I had to provide a response, in my opinion, they should not continue to play on the AAU travel team. Instead, I would recommend the player spend time getting ready for their new team. The switch from high school basketball is a dramatic mental and physical shift. For one, the physicality of the game is much different and harder. The preseason conditioning is tough. Practices are two hours long, five to six days a week. The speed of the game is much faster. The players are a lot quicker. The learning curve can be steep and frustrating. Weaknesses will be exposed. Players are forming and navigating new relationships, all while learning to be a college student. My suggestion would be get off the AAU circuit. Start building relationships with your new teammates. If they play in the summer league and you're able to play with the team, do it. Watch film of your new team to understand their schemes. For example, if the team likes to press and run, spend time doing that. If they like to run pick and rolls, picks and pick and pops, then work on that. Watch what the players do, in particular players in your same position, and make sure you can do what they can do. Fix your weaknesses. And the number one piece of advice, the day you step on the court for the first practice, be in top physical condition. Be able to play a 40-minute game. Support and love your old team Yet focus on your new journey so that you can be ready. 
the recruiting process and the playing process are two drastically different things. Players need to spend time preparing for the change. Now, I fully appreciate that there are players that can play with their AAU travel team as well as prepare for their new journey. And I realize not every situation applies to every player. However, if I had answered the question, I would have given these answers. Right now, in your basketball journey, you might be moving full steam ahead, going 100 miles an hour. My question is, are you going in the right direction? You, You might ask, well, how do I know? And I would ask you, when you think about your basketball journey, where does it end? What does it look like? Do you see yourself on a professional basketball team as a national champion, a state champion, a regional champion, an MVP? Now ask yourself, is that what you really want? Is where you see yourself the true desires of your heart? Not your parents, not your coach, not your family, not your friends' desires and dreams, but yours. If the answer is yes, then is everything you are doing right now going to get you there? If that answer is yes, then keep doing what you're doing. If the answer is no, then you need to take personal responsibility to define the steps and the actions needed to get you there, including identifying the help and resources you need. It is your personal responsibility. And this is also where you can lean into your your support system for help. Now, a lot of what I'm sharing with you today is based on my personal experience as an AAU travel team coach, a high school coach, and a college coach. And the beauty of all of this is you can control your journey. Having a blueprint and a plan so that you can track your direction is a place to start. Today is a great day to begin with the end of your basketball journey in mind. Once you get your plan in place, share it with, share it with those who can help you achieve it. Let's put this into practice into four steps. Vision, requirements, current status, action steps. If your vision is to play in college, if this is your mountaintop, ask yourself, what do I need to do to play in college? What are the requirements? Well, for one, we know you need to meet the academic standards. You also need to perform the physical skills and mental skills at a high level which consists of physical conditioning, ball handling, shooting, rebounding, defending, being a good screener, an effective communicator, having resiliency, mental toughness, being a great teammate, being a follower and a leader, 
Also, what are your financial needs? Now, where are you in meeting the requirements? What is your current status? Are you a great student? Are you going to class, turning in assignments? Do you have the GPA? Are you taking the right classes? Are you in top physical condition? Are you an efficient shooter? Can you dribble the basketball with both hands? Is your family well off? Are they rich? Do you need a scholarship? Will you require financial aid? And what are the action steps that you are taking to make your vision a reality? Do you have a tutor to help you with classes that might be difficult for you? Are you involved in community service, which is something that colleges look at a great deal? They often place a lot of weight on your environment, on your involvement in community. Are you spending quality time studying? Are you seeking help from a coach, a trainer, or other players to improve your skills? Vision, requirements, current status, and action steps. If you want something, then you have to take personal responsibility and be intentional about achieving it. Additionally, you want to take the right steps in the right direction every day. It will not be easy because there will be a level of sacrifice required. If you ask others to sacrifice, then you have to be willing to sacrifice as well. But the sacrifice is for you and for what you want, and that makes it exciting. If you want to succeed at that high level, then you must be willing to accept the accolades and the hard work, the success and the grind, the joy and the pain, the ups and the downs. It's a package deal. But none of it, absolutely none of it happens without you. Now, I know this episode was intense and I said it would be. It's a lot to digest. But know that I believe in you 100%. Finally, as we close out our discussion, there is one important factor that must be a part of your basketball journey. It has to be fun. You know my motto, hard work and having fun are not mutually exclusive. And if you are following my advice, it is a must have. Basketball is joyous and I want you to experience it that way. Otherwise it can become tedious and more like a job, a business. Where there is no joy, there will be misery. misery. And we don't want that. One day, it may be a business for you. But even then, it still needs to be fun. So get to it. Begin with the end in mind. Let me know how you're doing by reaching out at basicsinbasketball.com. I hope this episode has been beneficial. Join me for the next episode of Basics in Basketball, where athletes get smarter.